Hurry into Ram Power Days and experience the raw power of the Ram 3500 with available best-in-class torque and towing among 350-3500 pickups when properly equipped. Strap yourself in for one powerful ride in the Ram TRX with the most horsepower of any gas pickup ever built. Or the Ram 1500, awarded number one in driver appeal among light-duty pickups by J.D. Power three years in a row. Hurry into Ram Power Days going on now. For J.D. Power 2022 U.S. award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Star Wars 7x7, episode 1,275. Today, it's our annual In Memoriam episode where I'm looking at the lights that went out in the Star Wars galaxy this year. Punch it, Chewie. Hey there, this is Tim McMahon, Alan's co-host from the Expanded Comicverse podcast. But hey, you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, a daily Star Wars podcast, seven minutes a day, seven days a week. How awesome is that? Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And this year, 2017, we've actually lost more folks from the Star Wars galaxy than I would have expected. And yet, and yet, a lot of the people were either behind-the-scenes folks or folks that worked on Expanded Universe things, and therefore they are not the widely known names like, say, when we lost Carrie Fisher and Kenny Baker last year. And I know those deaths hit all of us very hard. And yeah, maybe it's terrible to say that perhaps the folks that I'm going to be talking about today, you know, their passings did not hit us as fans as hard as the losses of, say, Carrie and Kenny. However, these are folks who contributed to the beautiful experience that we all have together. And so it's definitely worth taking a moment to recognize their contributions and to send a note of thanks up to whatever deity you happen to believe in or whatever form your afterlife takes. We'll start out with Chris Wiggins. And if you were lucky or unlucky enough, as the case may be, lucky for me, as far as I'm concerned, to see the Star Wars droids and Ewoks cartoons of the mid-1980s, then you probably still wouldn't have known who Chris Wiggins was because that was the time when we weren't paying attention to who the voice actors were on these things. But Mon Julpa was the name of the character that Chris Wiggins voiced on the Star Wars droids cartoon, the rightful crown prince of Tammuz on during the reign of the Galactic Empire, according to Wikipedia. And Wiggins was also a prolific voice actor with 143 credits to his name, according to the Internet Movie Database. Next, let's move on to John Forgeham, who passed away this year. He initially claimed to have played Lieutenant Hidja in A New Hope, and that would be the gunner who was going to shoot down C-3PO and R2-D2's escape pod. Later on in life, he actually claimed that he had played Captain Bolvan instead. That would be the gunnery captain who told Hidja not to fire on that escape pod. His obituary in The Guardian says that he was a hard-living actor who brought some of his off-screen qualities to his best-known television roles, which were often unsympathetic. He was in Prime Suspect and The Italian Job, among others. Next, let's talk about Margaret Towner. She appeared in a number of TV series in her life, but was probably most recognizable for a cameo appearance in The Phantom Menace. I mean, I don't know how else you would necessarily describe it. She is the old lady Jira who says to Anakin, Storm's coming, Annie, right? Telling him that he's got to get inside and uh, and get Qui-Gon and Padme and R2-D2 away from the sandstorm that's coming, so... 
little moments like that in Star Wars movies. I mean, I know even though I can't do her voice, obviously, but the fact that I could say to you, Storm's coming, Annie, like, I know you know exactly who I'm talking about. And that's another one of the wonderful things about Star Wars is that it's really our common language in a way, even with the prequels where, you know, I know people like to bag on the prequels, but even regardless of that, you still knew who I'm talking about. And it's beautiful that you do. Next, let's talk about John Sigan or Segan, C-Y-G-A-N. My apologies if I'm mispronouncing his name. He is probably the voice actor of the greatest distinction that we lost this year. He did the voice of Dash Rendar in Shadows of the Empire and also ran Talor in the game Star Wars Galactic Battlegrounds if you're an old-time gamer. He also did the voice of Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader in the Dark Empire, Dark Empire 2, and Empire's End audio dramatizations according to Wikipedia and there are more credits listed there as well. Beyond the Star Wars galaxy, he actually had voice acting roles in a number of Pixar movies, including Up and Toy Story and Monsters University, just to name a couple. He also did some of Mater's Tall Tales TV episodes. He was a voice in one of my favorite cartoons, non-Star Wars-wise, that I get to enjoy with Quizmaster Joe and Scorekeeper Declan, regular show. Also did voices for Madagascar and Despicable Me and video games, including Final Fantasy. In 2017, we also lost Richard Portman, who won an Academy Award for Best Sound on The Deer Hunter and was a sound engineer on the original Star Wars, a.k.a. A New Hope, but will probably be best remembered for inspiring the naming of our favorite astromech, R2-D2. The story goes that he had come up with a shorthand for working with the different movie reels and so the r would be for real and the d would be for dialogue so as walter murch was working on stuff for star wars he was referring to real to dialogue too and it was r2d2 and george lucas who had been dozing off in a corner said hey what was that you said and murch repeated back r2d2 and lucas supposedly scrolled r2d2 down in his notebook and that Possibly apocryphal story is the story of movie history. Okay, just a couple more folks to talk about. Andy Cunningham was probably best known, so I gather, for a TV series in Britain. He was the creator and main writer of a BBC series, Bodger and Badger. And he was a puppeteer who worked on Return of the Jedi. He was actually operating the quote-unquote uncredited, but uh, head of Jabba security, Efant Mon, E-P-H-A-N-T-M-O-N. It was a character that, when I looked at the picture of him on Wikipedia, I honestly did not recognize it. According to Wikipedia, he is a longtime friend of Jabba's and head of security, and actually warned Jabba about the danger that Luke Skywalker posed. So, yeah, Efant Mon, unfortunately... <sighs> things would have been a lot different for Jabba if he had just listened to Ifatmon, so it's a good thing that Jabba was who he was. We also lost John Molo this year, and he was the costume designer for A New Hope and for The Empire Strikes Back. Also worked on Alien, Outland. I loved Outland as a kid. That was awesome. And Gandhi, and he won the costume design Oscar for A New Hope in 1977. He was probably the guy who 
contributed most strongly to the mythos of Darth Vader as a terrible villain because as we've talked about on the podcast, you know, he didn't do a heck of a lot in the original trilogy to earn his greatest villain thing, but his imposing appearance on screen is largely due to Malo's work. And that's really the tip of the iceberg. I mean, you've got the Stormtrooper uniforms and the Empire's uniforms. You've got the Jedi aesthetic as worn by Obi-Wan Kenobi. You know, the rakish appearance of Han Solo and the gorgeous white gown of Princess Leia. All of that and more traces back to John Molo's influence. And there's one more who literally passed away just a couple of days ago whose effect on Star Wars was iconic in its own way. And I will talk about him after the break. Stay tuned. This podcast is brought to you by Nissan Intelligent Mobility. And I guess the best way you can think about Nissan Intelligent Mobility is to kind of equate it to having an astromech right inside your car, right? You know, the X-Wings will have astromechs, but in this case, it's not going to plot your hyperspace jump for you. What it is going to do, what Nissan Intelligent Mobility is going to do is things like automatic emergency braking and blind spot warnings and Nissan's new ProPilot Assist to keep you centered in your lane. And it begins the journey toward autonomous driving with advanced driver assist technologies. You can learn more about it at sw7x7.com slash NIM. Yeah, that's the initials for Nissan Intelligent Mobility. Once again, that's sw7x7.com slash NIM. Welcome back. So just a couple of days ago, we lost Alfie Curtis, and that's a name that probably isn't going to ring too many bells with too many folks, but you absolutely do know Alfie Curtis because he was the original Dr. Evazon in Star Wars, a.k.a. A New Hope, the guy who threatened Luke Skywalker in the cantina and said, you just watch yourself, <laughs> we're wanted men referring to him. And Ponda Baba, a.k.a. Walrus Man, and claiming that he had the death sentence on 12 systems. And he sold that line hard. And when he said, you'll be dead, right? I mean, you believed it. You absolutely believed that he was crazy enough to do exactly what he said he would. And when you learn about the character's backstory as it's been developed over the years and how he earned the death sentence on 12 systems for these horrible surgeries and alterations that he was doing for people, you actually can totally see it. It's totally plausible based on the performance of Alfie Curtis in A New Hope. And man, that whole confrontation with Obi-Wan Kenobi set the stage for so much of what would come in A New Hope. It suddenly made you take Obi-Wan super seriously as a character and as a Jedi Knight. You realize just what an amazing man this guy is. He's not just some old hermit wandering around in the desert and saying, oh, you got to take me to Princess Leia. No, this guy is not to be trifled with. And if it wasn't for Alfie Curtis's character starting trouble in the cantina, then we wouldn't have that moment. And Mark Hamill posted a lovely tribute to Alfie on Twitter. He said, Alfie Curtis made the Star Wars Moss Isley Cantina scene, paren, one of the most memorable I've ever been a part of, close paren, even more memorable. As horrific as he was on camera, off camera, he was funny, kind, and a real gentleman. Thanks, Alf. You'll be missed. And there are a lot of folks we're going to miss this year, and I just want to say thank you so much for listening to this In Memoriam episode wrapping up 2017 and the lights that we lost in the Star Wars galaxy this year. Thank you for listening, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you test out your new robot hand, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'll be able to do even more with the show for you with your support at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not the Rebel Fleet, it's Destiny Unleashed. not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.